A Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, episode 96. Welcome to The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. I'm your host, Dr. Yishai Barkadari, psychologist and adaptability coach to entrepreneurs and business leaders. I believe that working on your business is more important than working in your business. If you want to achieve your business goals and dreams without the cost and pain of having to make every mistake yourself, then The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is the podcast for you. I'm here to help you learn from the lessons of entrepreneurs and business leaders to help you work on yourself and your business so that you can save time, energy, and grow faster. For those of you new to the show, The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai presents three new episodes each week. On Insight Sunday, we dive into the minds of business leaders through insightful guest interviews. On Story Tuesday, we dig deeper with them and learn firsthand from their stories, hard-earned lessons, and experience. On Thrive Thursday, it's just you and me on the couch, where you'll hear scientific research, my thoughts, and tangible tactics to adapt and grow yourself and your business. Grab a proverbial seat and listen up so you can learn from the minds and mistakes of business leaders and apply their wisdom to your life and business. Welcome to Thrive Thursday with Dr. Yishai. This week on the Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, I had Michael Buzz Bozinski, CEO of Buzzworthy Integrated Marketing, a U.S. Air Force veteran, lifelong entrepreneur, digital marketing thought leader, and author who helps entrepreneurs avoid the time, drain, and frustration of managing profitable digital marketing campaigns. In episode 94, Buzz shared his wide and deep entrepreneurship experiences that brought him to found Buzzworthy Integrated Marketing. We talk about growth and scaling, the difference between referrals and digital marketing, how to create your most effective client avatar, and three key performance indicators that Buzz uses to double his clients' revenues. In episode 95, Buzz shared lessons he learned from building and then dismantling a seven figure company, to building and growing a company with seven times increased profitability. Buzz talks about designing processes and scaling with intention and the dangers of homogeny in thinking and your teams. Buzz also shares what he learned about the human side of business, which I'm going to be talking about more today on Thrive Thursday. But if you haven't yet, go back and listen to episodes 94 and 95 to learn from a thought leader in marketing and scaling businesses profitably. Today, following my conversation with Buzz, I'm talking more about the human factor in business. Before we dive in, I wanted to share that the Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is brought to you by Adaptability Coaching and Consulting. If you lead a seven-plus-figure business and want to reach the next level for yourself and your business, if you have passions, goals, and dreams, and want to continue to strive as a team, a leader, and a visionary without risking burnout. If you have overcome challenges, developed wisdom, and know that adapting is not just for surviving, but a core part of thriving, then adaptability coaching is for you. 
With psychology and neuroscience-backed tools, the 3D Adaptation Framework can show you how to tap into and harness the way our brains are uniquely designed for adaptation. You can learn to harness and leverage adaptability tools and frameworks to grow yourself and your company. You can learn to become fast, flexible, and formidable. You can learn to hone yourself further, to proactively adapt, to thrive, instead of reactively adapting, just to survive. To learn more, go to dryishai.com coaching. Now, without further ado, let's dive into the human factor in business. And I wanted to start by posing the obvious question. What is the human factor in business? And I wanted to start with a story. There was one time I was sitting down with two founders who owned and ran multiple businesses. But in sitting down with them, it was really clear that they didn't want to put in the time and effort to lead and nurture their management and their employees. Instead, their expectation was that everybody who they hired would come in self-motivated, perform at the highest level exactly as they expected. And they were constantly frustrated and disappointed with the lack of energy, enthusiasm, and excellence. In fact, their biggest complaint was that the people who stuck around were the least productive and least professional And the people who were the most productive and the most professional and the most proficient had a tendency to leave really quickly. Of course, I found myself really curious and asking to understand more about what was really going on, both in the minds of the founders and also in the day-to-day behavior, experience, reactions, what was happening in their business. And what I heard really shocked me. But before I get into that, I wanted to start by acknowledging that I already talked in the past about why customer experience matters and why caring for your people matters. And I covered those in episodes 81 and 84. And if I were to take a step back, I would say that in those episodes, I basically covered the importance of leadership for your customers and leadership for your teams. And what I mean by leadership there is how important it is to recognize and acknowledge that when a customer walks into or makes contact with your business or when someone on your team is an employee, walks into your business, makes contact with your business or with you and the leadership, that they are about to have an important experience that will shape their expectations. And expectations shape their motivation their choices, and their actions. And just to underline how big a part of our lives work is, I wanted to share with you a study from the Bureau of Labor Statistics that showed that on average, we spend 7.6 hours sleeping, 8.6 hours at work, and 7.8 hours doing everything else from commuting to eating to laundry, to traveling, socializing, hanging out with friends, date night, binge-watching TV, playing video games, sports, you name it. Everything else that makes up our lives. So when we're trying to hammer down what the human factor in business is, it's a bigger slice of the pie than the time we have taking care of everything else in our lives 
while we're conscious and awake. So for everybody working at your company, it includes their ambitions, their desires, their goals for themselves in their careers. It encompasses the largest chunk of time they spend around people, interacting with people, and it can either be a reason to jump out of bed or a reason to drag their feet. The human factor in business is complex. It's about the experience they have, the expectations they form, and then the complicated set of reactions and responses and internal processes that then lead them to show up in a particular way. And as a result of that, you and your clients, your customers, are going to have a particular kind of experience. As Michael Coles put it when he was talking about customers who may choose to patronize your company, your business, he said their interaction when they show up at Caribou Coffee might be the highlight of their day. If they get a smile, a moment of connection, a moment of being seen and known and cared for, or it can be an opportunity missed. And if it's an opportunity missed, they may go somewhere else in search of that. He called that the experience factor, and that's for a customer. And the human factor has to do with the way in which the interaction between the environment and the experience with the person, whether it's your team member or a potential client, the interplay between the experience and the expectations that form, and then the way that they show up and the motivations that they have then contribute to. This is the human factor, and it shows up whether in the position of leadership, whether they experience their leadership as being invested in them and their workplace as somewhere that they can continue to move forward and accomplish their wants and get their needs met. And there's so many needs that are brought into the workplace versus whether they experience it as a place where they're going to get unseen, ignored, or even dismissed, put down, blamed, invalidated, whatever that experience is, then forming those expectations, which they then wake up the next morning, bring it right back into that environment and interact with everybody else, including you as the leadership, with all of that in their mind, in their heart. This is the human factor. We're not machines. We don't just show up and do exactly the same thing every day. And for many of us who are put in that position, it doesn't feel great. It's not sustainable. We seek change and growth. We want more for ourselves, just as you want for your business. And in your position of leadership, you want to create that growth. So to everybody who is under your wing, in your company, at your business, they're looking for their growth, their opportunity. And that's the human factor. One of the things Michael shared and said this week in episode 95 that really stuck with me is that people are the most expensive asset you will invest in, period. And when he spoke about that, the way he talked about it and talked about how big a pain point and how important a growth point it has been, both from his past and in his present, in creating and growing an incredibly profitable business, it really stuck with me. 
because people do require investment. Whether they're your potential customers and clients, that you need to show how you can be helpful to them and create the experience that will be important, meaningful, solve their problem, or help accomplish what it is that they're looking to accomplish, whether that's meeting a need, accomplishing a goal, overcoming an obstacle, whatever that is, you need to invest in showing them and leading them along that road. And that is not something you can just keep your hands off the steering wheel and hope it happens. It takes intention, it takes effort, it takes energy, it takes investment, which coming back to that story from the beginning, the reason that I was so shocked and what I heard that was so shocking is this idea, the belief that your people, your teams, your management, your leadership who's under you should just show up. They should, without you putting any time, energy, or effort, should simply do exactly what's expected of them, maybe even more than what's expected of them, and that the performance would all be exactly as expected without putting additional energy, that they're going to constantly grow and be able to take on more or do more or be flexible or be creative and produce and be proficient and be high-performing without putting in investment time, energy, without being intentional, without leading them, without creating an environment that does fulfill their wants and their needs and helps them move toward their goals and towards their dreams. The ones that I made reference to before that every single person in the workplace has for themselves, their career goals, everything else that gets jammed into that 8.6 hours of being at work and such a big part of life it takes up for so many people. Such a big part of work is being able to have other needs, whether they're social, whether they're environmental, whether they like to travel or they like to have a culture that's warm or engaging. They like to have more connection or they want intellectual stimulation or they want problems to solve or they're seeking more growth or maybe they want to learn the ins and outs and build a company or a mission, fulfill something more or deeper for themselves at some point in the future that they're working towards. Whatever it is, you can either be the wind in their sails or the storm that threatens to throw them overboard. And that's going to affect their perception, whether or not you're intending to be that way. And in fact, oftentimes it's a lack of intention that leads to being perceived as the force that's getting in the way. So when the entrepreneurs shared their belief that people should just be inherently internally motivated and seek and accomplish all those things on their own, and to be high-performing, fulfilling all the expectations without them or their company as part of the process or the reason that they would want to be that way, something that helps move them in that direction. To me, that was so shocking. It fundamentally ignored the human factor in business. And that's something that, of course, we dug into and dove into. And there's a lot more often that underlies the reasons why 
founders, leadership, a company may not pay attention to or even have beliefs and ideas or values that can clash with this concept that it's so important to invest and to recognize that it is an investment, which again comes back to what Michael was talking about this week when he said people are the most expensive asset you will invest in. And when he shared that having greater profitability, being more intentional is also about being able to put more resources into investing in higher quality team members, higher quality employees, higher quality people who can then perform at a higher level, who can then produce at a higher level, who can then create more value and revenue for the company, which can then continue that virtuous cycle of scaling and growing and providing more for the clients as well. The one thing I was not surprised about is how much they experienced constant frustration and disappointment because of the time and energy and effort they were not putting in to cultivating or creating that experience to enforce or reinforce the expectations to motivate their people, ignoring the human factor, particularly when paired with an expectation of simply receiving excellence, even though they might have talked about it as basic competence. The expectation that they were going to receive everything that they were expecting without having to put in the time and energy and ensure that the work environment, that the company, was also facilitating the employees, the teams, and even the leadership's growth and their goals. To me, just made so much sense that they were not receiving when they were not giving. It was not an exchange that was going to be equitable. They were just expecting to receive. And that's something that over time they started to recognize. And then they started to invest in ensuring that they were being more intentional. And as they did that, I'm sure you can guess what happened in the workplace and how that then impacted how the team's the leadership, the employees interfaced with the clients, the customers, and how that then drove the business. And on that note, I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today on The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. If you enjoyed today's episode, take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It helps grow the show and gives more people like you the ability to learn and grow. You can also click the share button to share today's episode directly with someone you know who would enjoy it. The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai podcast artwork is made by Sam Barkadari, show notes by Yishai Barkadari, and music by www.purple-planet.com. The advice and opinions of the host and guests are our own. I'm a psychologist, but not your psychologist. The conversations and content of this podcast do not contain or create any psychology practice, diagnosis, or therapist-patient relationship with either the guest or the listener. So do your own research before using anything from this podcast. Thank you for listening. Remember, our thoughts and reactions affect our actions. By listening, we can learn from the challenges others face and the choices they make so that we can make better decisions and get better results. 